Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. And by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. Welcome to it. I would encourage you to go to the uh, podcast at the end of the show today and share with others Mark Morgan's uh, fantastic interview last hour about the southern border. He signed a letter to Mike Johnson about the southern border. Ten former FBI executives who actually have credibility, unlike the 51 intel agents who said that uh, Hunter Biden's laptop was disinformation so Joe Biden could use it during a debate and the FBI could throw the 2020 election. Tim, for, ten former FBI executives who saw over, oversaw the Bureau's intelligence, uh, counterterrorism, criminal and training operations expressed their alarm in a letter uh, to Mike Johnson, Chuck Schumer, and the chairman of the House and Senate committees that preside over the U.S. Intelligence and Homeland and blah, blah, blah. The, uh, their language affirms that of both current FBI Director Christopher Wray, who testified the nation's security lights are blinking red, and Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who alleges a Biden loosening of a border security has allowed an invasion of America by foreigners with troubling origins and attributes. Uh, Christopher Wray, it's too late for you, Junior. You're going to be a part of the, uh, of the uh, criminal proceedings uh, when, Joe, when Donald Trump becomes the president again. Yeah, too late for you, buddy. You've allowed it to happen. You've presided over this. You've spent all of the agency's resources on going after uh, President of the United States and, uh, and uh, uh, followers who went to uh, January the 6th in a peaceful protest. In its uh, modern history, the U.S. has never suffered an invasion of the homeland, and yet one is unfolding. And you know this, guys. You, you veterans, you active duty military, you know it. You Border Patrol people, you you guys in Customs and Naturalization, you know it. You're being abused. <clears throat> They're allowing this, and you don't like it because you know it's dangerous. You just don't want to lose your jobs. I get it. Military-aged men from across the globe, many from countries or regions not friendly to the U.S., are landing in waves on our soil by the thousands, not by splashing ashore from a ship or parachuting from a plane, but rather by foot across a border that has been accurately advertised around the world as largely unprotected with ready access. This letter from national security leaders is a further confirmation of what we already know. President Biden's open border policies are increasing the risk of terrorist attacks on U.S. soil. Oh, I'm thinking it's going full-blown military. You don't let 25,000 Chinese nationals into the country because you can't just leave China. The CCP knows everybody who leaves China. Mm -hmm. Quid pro quo. 
An unprecedented threat is that the scale requires transitional, uh, transformational policy changes immediately to secure the border. By the way, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the uh, border deal is dead. Senior aide to White House leader Steve Scalise, who was nearly murdered by a, uh, by a Bernie Sanders supporter on a baseball field, a leftist terrorist, a few years ago, told a group of Senate Republican chiefs of staff Thursday a border security deal that is being put together with Democrats in the Senate has no chance of passing the House. So all of this backdoor nonsense, they thought they'd spring it on you like they have the budget for so many years. Or, or, uh, or remember uh, Obamacare, Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> we'll read it once we pass it. Well, ain't going to happen anymore. Ain't going to happen anymore. Nope, nope, new. The American people have had enough. This is John Kirby yesterday trying to defend it, being called out on Fox, and just stammering and stuttering. And, and he's another one of these people who are going to be, uh, they're going to be criminally charged. Do we have a border? Do we have a southern border? Do we have a what? Do we have a southern border? Do we have a what? Do we have a what? Do we have a border? Do we have a southern border? Do we have a what? Do we have a southern border? Yes, ma'am. Of course we do. Then how come people can flow across it every single day? We Hundreds and thousands very, of people over the court. 300,000 people in December. We're working very hard to try to fix no, that, Martha. That's why we need congressional action. Now, listen to them to pivot to get more money so they can bring more people in. National action. That's why the president asked for additional funding, more than you know, $6 billion in the supplemental to try to get border security enhanced. That's bull crap. It's $6 billion to process more people and everybody knows it johnny i, mean, I think we I, you and i are obviously not going to see uh, the the policy solutions the same way and i respect well i'm just that. looking for but results the idea, i'm saying it's you, because your policy uh, is is treasonous if idea, you're concerned about the number of people the, crossing you're not getting results the idea so at some point you have to say we got to do something different well, the idea that we haven't looked at this and tried to work on this and trying to work in, in concert with, with Congress is just not true. We are. Well, this is a complicated issue, and it's going to require a real team approach, not just for... No. No. You haven't wanted to play as a team. You ramrodded this through. And now, because you are in deep, deep bleep, you are in so much deep, deep bleep on this, there's, there's no come-together moment. There's no kumbaya moment. And I'm talking about for Republicans and Democrats. I'm talking about Chuck Schumer. I'm talking about Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is done, as far as I'm concerned. He he needs to be taken out of his uh, out of his position as a minority leader in the Senate. It is, he is as bad as any one, any Democrat. This is Eric Schmidt, used to be the AG in the state of Missouri, now a member of Congress. Hiding this all in a back room and unveiling it and saying, vote on this tomorrow. We've been told we can't see the text of this because it's so complicated, because if you change one word here, it affects everything else. Yet we're going to be given a day or two days or, God forbid, three weeks? This is nuts. Chuck Schumer is willing to throw the most deliberative body in the history of the world onto the ash heap of history yeah. because of obsession with this issue, and they're not serious about securing the border. As I said, Joe Biden could do it today. He just doesn't want to. Yeah, and the American people are awake. And I mentioned earlier we have a, we have a chance here to either do a Berlin Wall moment or a Tiananmen Square moment. And I think that the big Berlin Wall moment's going to happen because the people are, are uh, rising up and they're saying enough is enough. And listen to this. This is a pretty funny headline. I've got some great audio from Rob Schmidt last night on Newsmax. 2,681 news industry jobs were lost through the end of November. 
All of these from left-leaning uh, entities like the Los Angeles Times, 115 people gone, Washington Post going bankrupt, NPR, hell with NPR, CNN, Vox, all of them are bleeding staff because the American people know they've lied to them about everything. Russia collusion, hands up, don't shoot, Jesse Smollett, Covington kids, very fine people, global warming, Russian uh, uh, Trump trashes the troops, hoax, uh, police killed in mostly peaceful protests, Rittenhouse, hoax, uh, border agents whipping illegals, NASCAR noose, hoax, Georgia Jim Crow 2.0, Trump assaulted secret, sorbets, uh, uh, secret agents and grabbed the steering wheel, uh, MAGA assaulted Paul Pelosi, hoax, COVID lab leak, hoax, uh, Hunter Biden's laptop, hoax, uh, uh, let's see, Hamas hospital, hoax. If reelected, Trump will execute people hoax. I can go on and on. All And everybody knows they lied. Everybody, they, they know they lied about Jan 6. They know they lied about COVID. They know they lied about the southern border. They know they've lied about a Hunter Biden laptop. They know they lied about Russia collusion and Hillary Clinton's involvement. All of it. And, and this would work in the former Soviet Union, but not in a country that has the First Amendment backed up by the Second. So here's to the Berlin Wall. Let's go to Howard in Virginia. Hello there, Howard. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. Very quickly, Rob, nobody has ever interrogated as many of the illegal immigrants as they could. As how they began from their homes in Africa, Asia, Eastern Europe, China, how did it begin? Were they in their little abode somewhere, and somebody knocked on the door and said, how would you like to do this? Or did they apply somewhere, and they have to trace it step by step from there to the Mexican border, how they got on the planes, how they got on the buses, who financed it? The Texas Rangers should do this. You cannot trust the U.S. government. Amen. Dedicated linguists must trace how these people began from their disparate homes to the Mexican border, what happened step by step, so that 5,000 people were all assembled in nice, neat clothes, neatly clean at the Mexican-U.S. border. Nobody has ever done that. Yes. Well, should. Well, Bob, I think that's coming. I think that is coming. I will tell you, and I, I told you this, Bob. I said this a few weeks ago. Joe Biden, his presidency is the quid pro quo. This is policy. It's policy directed from the White House. They are responsible for all of it, no matter who is coming across the border. And that includes Chinese nationals and military age males. This is Biden policy. The government, Rob, I wouldn't trust we don't. him at all. I'm I know, I don't. Well, yeah, you're, you're, you're preaching to the choir here, Bob. You're preaching to the choir. Nobody does. Yeah, you're, 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 uh, you're, you know, you're, you're, I'm sorry, you're, you're Howard, you're, you're preaching to the choir. I think that this is all going to come out because this should require Joe Biden to resign or be impeached. Even more so than the all of the, the graft and corruption, which is, I mean, mountains high. Because we can see this in the very open. I want to go to Bob in Savannah, Georgia. Hello, Bob. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hey, Rob. Uh, love your show. And thank you thank for you. listing all those things that we've all been lied to by uh, the media that in, it is not interested in the truth, first of all. And so yesterday I'm watching TV and I'm seeing that the GOP 
governors in 25 states supporting Abbott. Wonderful. I get happy about that. So this morning I wake up, I say, well, I'm going to Google up and see what Democratic governors have supported Abbott. So I started Googling and safariing, and not one uh, Democrat state, Democratic governor, uh, has supported Abbott in this. And I'm thinking one interesting little research project would be to have some of those folks come on your show and answer what's the reason that they don't support Abbott and what he's doing. Well, they would never do that. Howard, they would never do that, first of all. You know that as well as I do. Bob, that's okay. Oh, I'm sorry. You're Bob. Jeez, I'm sorry. I got these all mixed up. Bob, right way up there. Bob in Savannah. Sorry about that. Uh, You can call me another. Call me Fred for the rest of the call to make up for it. Okay, Fred. Thank you. But but don't you suppose suppose that people in uh, population centers like Chicago uh, are are really pissed off at their big fat toad of a governor who who is not supporting them? Uh, I think... I think that the there are very few people who are behind supporting this in even states like like uh, like Illinois and New York. It's just those in power and the whack job liberals uh, in those in those uh, population centers. Uh, but but I think that most of the Ameri- 93 percent of the American people believe there's a crisis in the border. And Rob, I think it really I mean, this may be a little too much nuts and bolts. You do your show, but it was like, it would be interesting to hear, like, okay, this state is not supporting Abbott. This state is not supporting Abbott. This Democratic governor is not supporting Abbott. I mean, we hear the the people that are supporting. What about the ones that are basically being silent? You know, obviously, when you're silent and you don't say anything, it's kind of being in agreement with what's going on. So the Democratic governors are supporting the chaos, is the way I'm seeing it. Yeah, well, Bob, uh, I do appreciate your phone call, and uh, I did post a map of all the governors who have uh, all of the states that are behind Greg Abbott and those who are not. So uh, check out my social media to check out that. This is uh, Chip Roy on uh, uh, Greg Abbott um, uh, basically telling Joe Biden and the Supreme Court to stuff it. The Constitution contemplated a federal government of limited enumerated powers and specifically said the federal government is supposed to manage those issues, but did in fact reserve the ability and the right of governors and states to protect their own citizenry in the absence of the protection of the federal government. It's very specific. In addition, just conceptually, okay, if you're at your house and it's being invaded and the Supreme Court ruled yesterday, you may not use a weapon to defend yourself and your family. You must retreat and flee. You cannot do it. I'm here to say I would do it anyway. My point is at some point you have to recognize what our job is in reflecting our God-given rights, which the Constitution of the Bill of Rights does, a form of government that is decidedly built around empowering people and states and localities, not the federal government, to interfere. And we've got to be able to hold the line. I say this respectfully. I say it with the fear of what I'm saying. I do not want to live in a post-constitutional world. But this court is pushing our hands, and the court needs to know that. Because John Roberts likes to go around to the cocktail set and say, hey, I came up with a tax idea instead of a mandate idea to save Obamacare. Mm-hmm. I want them to feel the pressure because if they're political animals, they need to know it. Yeah, the American people are wide awake. Wasn't that a, a song by you two, Wide Awake in America? It looks like uh, it looks like the lights are on. Craig in New Mexico is a uh, Border Patrol agent. We'll talk to him after this break. This is The Rob Carson Show. to a record-setting president. 
Joe Biden setting record low approval ratings. What the Democrats have put our nation through, it is a sad day. It's the Rob Carson Show. And then as soon as this group took over, they have hundreds and hundreds of terrorists coming in, known terrorists, some of them really bad. And many of them are in, and they came in, and nobody knows where they are. This is not a good thing. And we're going to have to deport. We're going to have to have a deportation level that we haven't seen in this country for a long time since Dwight Eisenhower. There you go. Pakistan's doing the same thing, by the way. Did you hear that? Yeah. It's a worldwide revolution. Let's go to Craig in New Mexico, former Border Patrol agent. I want to talk about uh, what's going on not only in New Mexico, but also the standoff in Texas. Craig, welcome to the show, man. How you doing today? All right, sir. Um, You can get my name wrong if you want because we know big brother's listening so we should <laughs> oh. call each other by as many possible names as we can to confuse them <laughs> okay elvis go right ahead <laughs> i will do barney all so, right <laughs> here's, here's the deal the rank and file the vast majority 99.5 percent of border patrol agents stand behind texas and what they're trying to do when you're in the federal government you have to constantly be aware of what's going on with regards to the security of your job and you're still a patriot uh, i mean the border patrol uh, agents that i worked with they were true patri- patriots and a lot of them about the class i went through a third of them were born in mexico and naturalized citizens and they did not believe in an open border by any stretch but I'm going to make a prediction. The last three predictions I've made, or the three predictions I've made on your show, have all come true. I'm going to make a prediction. If this goes south and something bad happens, what's going to happen is this administration is going to go out and they're going to seek out a Border Patrol agent that is sympathetic to the cause, right, um, a neo-socialist uh, or somebody like that, and they're going to be promised all kinds of great things, much like you know, we saw the officer in the Capitol that shot the only person that was murdered that day, the staff sergeant, Air Force Staff Sergeant. He was, even though he had been written up many times and was almost fired, he got promoted, and he was paraded as this great hero. And, of course, they found their little tiny handful out of the thousands of Capitol Police and Secret Service uniformed officers to go on the liberal networks and cry and break down and talk about the horrors of the insurrection and whatnot. If this goes south, you're going to find they're going to go out and they're going to search and try to find one or two Border Patrol agents or Immigration Naturalization Service employees that are willing to come forward and say, oh, it was horrible. you never seen anything like it. Oh, the Texans are just out of control. They're secessionists. They're, Craig, I, you know, I understand what you're saying, but, but unlike with January the 6th, there aren't thousands and, and tens of thousands of New Yorkers and people in Chicago who are suffering because of this invasion. So I understand what you're saying, but it is, I do not believe that it is reparable. Uh, what, the, uh, what the federal government has done, everybody knows that the federal government is at fault here, and they're putting all of us in danger, and they are injuring people. They are, people are dying. People are being sex trafficked. Most of us, I think I know more people who have relatives who've died of fentanyl than COVID, Craig. Oh, absolutely. Hey, I'm not, I support completely what Texas is doing. They have to do it for their own survival and for the survival of the country, the state that I live in. We are, our fentanyl deaths are through the roof and drug-related crimes and cartel-related crimes through the roof. But are we addressing that? No, our governor is going after our guns. Now, I mean, you're a former, so now, you're former Border Patrol, uh, Craig. I want to ask you this. We've got about another 40 seconds here. Um, what, do you, what do you think comes today? What do you think is going to happen today? 
Well, I think there's going to be a lot of wrangling, but I think Texas is going to dig in their heels and they're going to say, we're not going to budge. We're going to go through with this. You make the next move. We know what we're going to do. We're going to protect our state's sovereignty and we're going to protect the citizens of Texas. Agents, what about the agents? What do you what about the agents? What do you suppose the agents, uh, their possibility, they'll say we're not going to cut the wire? What they'll, I think what will happen is that they'll make some half-hearted efforts that are tepid at best to say, well, you know, we kind of tried and we really just couldn't get it done. And so it's sort of a passive-aggressive move that's not going to risk their careers, but at the same time, it's not going to accomplish the mission. All right, bro. Well, I appreciate your phone call today, Craig. I'm sorry we have limitations of time. We've got much more on this. Also, <laughs> the Fonnie Willis case is, is just the wheels are coming off of this thing. And then uh, Tucker Carlson in Canada. We've got to get to that today on a Friday edition of The Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Knowing what you know now, do you wish like you had a, sec, a, a third term? Um, and I, I used to say, you know what? If if I could make an arrangement where um, I had a I had a, a stand-in, a front man or front woman, and, and they had an earpiece in, and I was just in my basement in my sweats, mm-hmm. looking through the stuff, and then I could sort of deliver the lines, but somebody else was. Uh, doing all the talking and ceremony, wow. I, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, you know, uh, Barack Obama says those things because he has the hubris, knowing that that the media will just look the other direction when conservative media freaks out. He does it with a wink and a nod. He knows that the uh, water carries the media will just say, "Oh, yeah, that's just silly." Well, now I think we know. I know. And and, and and listen, when when Peter Ducey can slip up and say, uh, you know, oh, Biden and everybody in the press room laughs because they know exactly what it means. It means that Barack Obama is pulling the strings. The author of uh, uh, front page journalist, uh, author of a piece called How Obama Took Over the Biden Administration. Daniel Greenfield joins us on the phone uh, on the Newsmax. I like Daniel. Welcome to the show. Glad to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, I'm glad to have you on. You're, uh, you've written uh, uh, this piece on how Obama took over the, uh, the Biden administration. It seems very obvious to all of us, but why don't you give us some of the dirt uh, that you've uncovered, uh, what you have discovered that would, uh, would uh, support your thesis? So whenever there's a weakness in the campaign, and the Biden campaign is always very weak, Obama has a chance to come in. That's what happened in the uh, last time around when uh, there was this contested primary, and Obama's people came in and they negotiated this unity agreement uh, with the uh, Bernie Sanders people and some of the Elizabeth Warren people. And as a result, the left effectively took over the Biden administration because their people, their agendas went to the top of the line. So if you're wondering why the Biden administration is so radical, why it's a continuation of the Obama administration, it's because of the Unity Commission, the party Unity Commission that was overseen by Obama's people uh, for their own benefit. Uh, This time around, there isn't a primary. The DNC primary calendar was rigged for Biden. But at the same time, he's really unpopular, even within his own party. And Obama's people are pitching the idea that the Biden campaign, the Biden administration needs to move to the left, win over younger voters. And, of course, they have exactly the people to do that. Obama has been coming out and saying that Biden's people need to consult with his campaign people and need to put his campaign people in charge. 
And it's just really a very messy situation because of Biden's weakness. Everybody's coming in. Hillary Clinton, of all people, is now acting as a campaign <laughs> proxy for Biden. The sad thing is that Hillary Clinton is now actually more popular than Biden is. Well, I mean, all of us have predicted this uh, and, and said this. It should be fairly obvious. These are the uh, these are the tactics of someone who said that he wanted to fundamentally transform America. And we're seeing that transformation into the uh, Marxist Maoist kind of uh, model over the last few years. So I think that's without question. The interesting thing, though, is you had mentioned that uh, that obviously Bernie Sanders was paid off with regard to the 2016 election. Would you say that 2016 was the same way because because Hillary became the candidate then uh, then biden became the candidate 2020 it sounds and i believe by the way both of those elections and including this one all being rigged by barack obama the powers that be that you just mentioned and not the democrat voters yeah the democrat voters have virtually no say in anything biden desperately wanted to run in 2016 he uh was had this memoir he was going to build it around his dead son and Obama decided that it was Hillary Clinton's turn. They had the famous uh, Rose Garden press conference where Biden, next to Obama, announced that he was not going to run uh, because Obama had told them this is not happening. Uh, after Hillary Clinton loses, who does Biden call? He calls Obama and he says, you know, see, I told you people don't like her. And next up, it's Biden's turn. Um, I think it's becoming patently obvious to uh, even Democrats at this point that uh, that they don't have a choice. Yet they're rigging the uh, the situation uh, anyway. Do you do you suppose this is uh, is beginning to backfire on uh, on Democrat voters who who want a choice? And the seventy percent who say that uh, they want a choice, or the or the uh, the, the what seven sixty nine percent of Americans sixty nine percent of Americans who believe that Joe Biden is is not mentally fit to be the president. Do you suppose that's finally cutting through? It's a complete disaster, certainly for Democrats. And a whole lot of Democrats have been warning this is a bad idea. Even Obama's old campaign guru, David Axelrod, came and suggested maybe Biden wants to drop out. But the thing is, Democrats are absolutely voting for ideology and party over any kind of individual. Even though most Democrats have been polled as saying they want another candidate, and Representative Dean Phillips jumped in the race, unlike... Biden actually went out, he campaigned, he used his own money, and he lost in New Hampshire coming in second to a write-in campaign by the Democratic Party because <laughs> Biden didn't even bother being on the ballot in New Hampshire. Democrats say they want an alternative, but they really don't actually, they're not actually willing to vote for an alternative. They're too committed to the party, they're collectivists, and so they're drowning themselves. Um, do you, when I'm looking at, you're, you're a media figure like I am, um, and, and I'm seeing places like the LA Times now laying off mass groups of employees and, and, uh, and uh, the Washington Post and, and even NPR, for God's sake. It's our federal money. Like, you know, it's, they, we pay them $300 million a year to run a, a, you know, a leftist mouthpiece. Uh, do you, are you being buoyed by the, uh, the, the fact that so many in the leftist media who perpetrated so many false narratives that we've discovered about our, our, uh, are beginning to suffer and people are beginning to realize that the mainstream media is really nothing more than a, uh, a mouthpiece for the, the Democrat Party in the deep state? Yeah, the media is in free fall. It's been the free fall for years. You look at all the uh, polls, the media keeps dropping, dropping, dropping. Uh, it's, I think you know, at 8, 12, 16 percent uh, trust in various polls. So the vast yeah. majority of the country, Republicans, Democrats, independents do not trust the media. Uh, as an institution, as just a business model, it's absolutely going bankrupt. 
the thing is, what's happening is these um, old outlets are slowly being transformed into nonprofits, at which point they become taxpayer subsidized. So the future for all of them is NPR. It's uh, taxpayer subsidies subsidized by major corporations like the way Amazon's founder owns the Washington Post because they're not profitable and themselves people do not like or trust the media, but the left is still going to keep the media going using our money, uh, using some of the money from well-connected leftist billionaires like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, but the thing is, uh, they may be uh, being paid a paycheck, but their circulation is miserable. Uh, they are a losing business model, and nobody is paying attention to them anymore. So sooner or later, it's going to catch up to them. Daniel Greenfield, I appreciate you joining me today. Uh, the piece is called How Obama Took Over the Biden Administration on FrontPageMag.com. Uh, where can people find you on social media, my friend? I'm on X under Sultan Knish, and I have the honor of working for David Horowitz at FrontPageMag.com. Well, David Horowitz is an amazing person. I've been following him for many years, and uh, I'm sure it's a privilege for you to work with him. Have a great weekend. All right. Do you have a, a team that you are in favor of this weekend, NFL playoffs, or do you even care? And not as since they went woke. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for the phone call. I do appreciate it. There you go. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, what are you going to do this weekend? I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to make for uh, the football games this weekend because all Sunday, all day Sunday, it's about preparing food, serving food, and watching glorious NFL football. And so I got some uh, Omaha steak burgers in the freezer. They're going to be ready to go. I got some chicken breasts in the freezer. It's ready to go. I'm going to grill some of those burgers. I might even put a couple sm in the smoker. I've got a smoker downstairs. I'll, I'll smoke them with maybe a little bit of hickory because it is beef or pecan. Pecan wood. Pecan, pecan. So pecan wood in the smoker. Smoke a little smoke on. Finish on the grill. The sickest burgers ever because they're Omaha steak burgers. And you can taste the meat. And they're glorious. And you can taste the chicken. And right now when you go to omahasteaks.com slash Carson with your qualifying order, four free air chilled boneless chicken breasts, four free rich boneless pork chops with your order. Smoke those too. I would use cherry or wood, or cherry, cherry wood or apple wood with the uh, pork chops. But they're, get a little smoke on them. Get a little smoke. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the experts at Omaha Steak make it easier than ever to experience the heartland perfection with, with favorites like their legendary mouth-watering butcher's cut filet mignon, which is ridiculously good. So whether you want steak, whether you want chicken, whether you want anything that is top quality... Omaha Steaks is the way to go. So, again, go to omahasteaks.com slash Carson, omahasteaks.com slash Carson. Get four free uh, air-chilled boneless chicken breasts and four free rich, juicy, boneless pork chops with your order, omahasteaks.com slash Carson. Where are we going to go now? Where are we going to go now? Well, let's go, let's see, Ted Cruz, Andy Biggs, you know, I want to talk a little bit about uh, what's going on with them. Um, Tucker Carlson. Tucker Carlson. And I saw this yesterday. Uh, I was like, what is this? And, and, and Ken, my producer, also known as Redneck MacGyver, he's like, are you sure this isn't, uh, you know, photos? Did somebody doctor this to make it look like Tucker Carlson do a crowd? And then I got into it. I'm like, no, no. He went up there. He had a, a sold-out speech in Alberta, Canada. And and he has blown up. I mean, just the, the leftist media, the leftist politicians in Canada are going nuts because Justin Trudeau has run over his people. The COVID mandates were the worst of the worst. They arrested clergy. They shut down the truckers' protest in Ottawa. They took their money. They, they bankrupt a lot of those people. That was determined to be unconstitutional. 
There's a chance. I think Justin Trudeau may have to abscond. He may have to leave. He may have to go to Cuba. I'm not kidding. The people are so pissed in Canada right now. They are so bloody done. And, and here's one woman confronting a Justin Trudeau at a recent town hall. Listen if you've ever heard this before from a Canadian. Number three question, Mr. Trudeau, okay. is you've sold us out to globalism. Okay. You wow. are not working for Canada. <laughs> you are working for your globalist partners. I wonder how much they're paying you to betray Canada. Okay. What do we do with traitors in Canada, Mr. Trudeau? We used to hang them. <gasps> hang them for treason. And you're doing that very same thing to us now. Okay. We okay. know what you're doing. Wow. That's, um, that's pretty epic. That's pretty epic. And, and trust me, we're on kind of the same... Uh, uh, war path here with the uh, man in the White House right now. People are angry, angry, angry. Uh, let's share a little bit of this Tucker because it's fantastic. And listen to the first thing he said. He says that what he wants to do is mock Trudeau. That's what we do here. Mockery. We're taking mockery back from the left because the left only deserves mockery. You should dislike and resist Justin Trudeau. Hey, we can do the mockerina. Or not. And his government to the maximum extent of your ability. But before you do that, before you do that, you should just laugh at him until you can't breathe. Yes. Seriously. Yes. The guy's like, he's showing up for a costume party when no one else is. There's no costume party. And there's Justin Trudeau. Like speaking as some sort of moral voice. Weird little cross-dresser. So anyway, that's my... Yeah, there you go. And this is what I did at the beginning of the show. Yesterday we heard Joe Biden speak. And, and I made this comparison because Joe Biden sounds exactly like this, uh, this uh, character from my childhood. Beer brewed here. <laughs> it is used to make the brew beer. <laughs> oh, Earth Rider, thanks for the Great Lakes. I wonder why. Hey, what is it? Yeah, there you go. Mock him. And honestly, if, if Joe uh, Scarborough and his, uh, his little uh, inflatable uh, wife want to uh, defend Joe Biden, laugh at them. They're laughable. They're Pravda. They're advest- Vestia. They're going out of business. They're, they're, there's no place to run. There will be no political pact that they can go to. There will be no other network that they can go to. They have bedded down with the left. They're done. It's just a matter of time. Now, there's been an assault on Christians in Canada. Did you know that? Over 100 Christian churches burned to the ground by leftists. It's less like the left tried to do with St. John's Church in the summer of 2020 right across from the White House. The last thing I'll say, which also may be controversial because it sounds like a parochial concern or some sort of you know, weird religious thing or something, and it's not. But take a look at what they're doing to your Christians. And I say this for a couple of, I am a Christian, but that's not why I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this because there's, there's kind of no more inoffensive and peaceful group in the world yeah, than yeah. Christians. We're tired of being picked on. The religion tells them, commands them to turn the other cheek and to put the concerns of others above their own concerns. We also defend the Jews. So if you have a problem with those precepts, explain it to me. Speak slowly so I can understand. <laughs> I think every person in this room, regardless of their faith, can agree, yeah. I'm for that. I wish I was more like that. That's good. We need more of those people in society. Absolutely. Serve others for the sake of service. You betcha. And that's why this is a struggle between good and evil, isn't it? Yeah. Here's the part about burning churches. People who pray for their enemies. Who does that? Who would pray for an enemy? No one, except Christians, and they do. They're commanded to. So if you're hassling that group, 
maybe you've got another agenda that we should be concerned about, yeah. even if we're not in that group. If we burn 90 of their churches to the ground, and the prime minister and his little weird buddies... Sounds like what the Democrats did in the uh, Jim Crow South. ...are endorsing that. It burning is. churches? If you're on the side of burning churches, let me just say, I don't need any other facts of the case, you're on the wrong side. Yep, and on the way, we've got the freak out from leftist politicians in Canada following Tucker Carlson his, uh, sharing his opinions, which is the most dangerous thing to the establishment in the deep state. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. It is The Rob Carson Show. This is my favorite song in my entire life, right here. It is by Audio Slave, circa year 2000, called Show Me How to Live. Chris Cornell, by the way. It's about uh, why you're here. It's like talking to God saying, well, you gave me life, now show me how to live. So uh, the best way I know how to live is just to live, just to love every second of it. Just to love every second of it. I was telling my wife the other day, you know, we're at the stage in our life where we're, we're, we're two-minute warning in the third quarter. So what are we going to do about it? Two-minute warning, third quarter. Are we going to go to win the game? We're going to lose the game. Let's go pedal to the metal on this mother scratcher. <laughs> this is Tucker Carlson talking about the attacks on churches and clergy in Canada. All, uh, all by the way, uh, supported by Justin Trudeau, who is a communist. And, uh, and who is the leaders of that uh, regime and, and our deep state are actually supporting. For real. And, and if you have a 15-year-old son, you know exactly what I'm talking about. They did that to you and to your son on purpose. Talking about legalizing weed. And so in a country like that, in a world like that, if you think that preaching the gospel is so dangerous that the people who do it need to be imprisoned in shackles, you're serving someone other than the people of Canada, oh, if you know what I mean. You betcha. Amen. You betcha. Satan laughing spreads his wings. That's 1969 Black Sabbath. Yeah. Satan laughing spreads his wings, looks at Canada, looks at the deep state, looks at the, uh, the World Economic Forum, laughs and spreads his wings. Here are some Canadian politicians weren't too happy there about Tucker Carlson coming up there and, you know, speaking out like a like somebody who has uh, the ability to express himself freely, which, of course, uh, Justin Trudeau and these leftists don't support. I'm with my uh, colleagues from the Liberal Caucus. I'm going to talk to you because what happened yesterday is completely deplorable. <laughs> deplorable. <laughs> to have a conservative Canadian politicians that invite the American extreme right, Tucker Carlson, to come here to Canada uh, holding forth in a completely unacceptable way. <laughs> when the Premier of the province of Alberta, Daniel Smith, invites Tucker Carlson right into the heart of my riding for Daniel Smith to bring the mouthpiece of the mega conservative mega. far right Deplorable. to Edmonton Centre to <laughs> spew hate about LGBTQ2 people is beyond the pale. It's deplorable, deplorable, and we won't stand for it. Wow. As my friend and colleague Randy said, like we can have differences of opinion. We can bang our fist on uh, on the table when, when when we meet. We can have strong disagreement, but 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 to to, to incite violence no. against people who disagree with you? No. That's not how things should be done in Canada. That's what you did, though, to the people who uh, who uh, were on the right, the people who didn't want to be locked down, etc. So they use MAGA and deplorable up there, too. Here's Joe Biden just yesterday. The ultra-MAGA agenda. The other path is the ultra-MAGA plan put forward by congressional Republicans. 
But the fact is, congressional Republicans, not all of them, but the mega Republicans, <laughs> I never expected. Let me say, let me say this carefully. I never expected the ultra mega Republicans. Yeah, these uh, mega Republicans are going to steam you, steamroll you over, brother. Let's take a break and come back. It's a Rob Carson show. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. This is the Rob Carson Show. This is the Rob Carson Show, and by the grace of God, it is finally Friday. You definitely want to listen to the podcast today. We had Mark Morgan, former CPB director, on the first hour for a half an hour to talk about the letter from former FBI officials saying that we have a military-style invasion at our southern border of military-aged males, and it is a threat to our country and our sovereignty. And that has caused the uh, the attempt by Mitch McConnell and the weasel, how do I say this, weasel bastards in the, uh, in the deep state, uh, they were going to try and uh, do another one of these big bills that they could just pass through in the middle of the night and everybody vote on it. And it included uh, uh, the supposed border compromise where 5,000 illegals would still be able to come across and essentially amnesty for everybody else. And the American people said, hell no. And the American people said, hell no. And I got to tell you, we are about as done as done can be. And uh, it has set up a, uh, a little uh, conflict between the federal government and the state of Texas. The state of Texas defying the Supreme Court and the Biden administration saying that we have the right guaranteed by the Constitution to, a protect, to protect our state when the federal government is derelict in doing so. And Joe Biden is. And I believe that this is more grounds for, uh, I say they're both incredibly serious, but even more bigger grounds for impeachment and removal from office of not only Joe Biden, but Kamala Harris, because she's the border czar. And this has threatened our security. This is a violation of one of the most important protections of the Constitution, our sovereignty and our safety as a nation. This is a treasonous act. I'll just put it that way. It's a treasonous act. You open the border, let an army come in, what are you supposed to do? No, 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 no. Just put a... Each, give each one a, 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 an M16 over their shoulder. There you go. There you go. Uh, have you watched Newsmax lately? You need to get a membership to Newsmax Plus. Newsmax Plus is blowing up. If you haven't become a member, and I got a, I've got several subscriptions. I do to Tucker Carlson. I've got uh, Daily Caller. But on when it comes to TV, when it comes to news, Newsmax is where I go because they're one of the last bastions of conservative journalism that you can trust. So go to Newsmax Plus, P-L-U-S dot com. You're going to see people like uh, Dick Morris and, uh, and Mike Huckabee and Alan Dershowitz. And then you're going to see the great anchors like Rob Schmidt, one of my favorites on Newsmax. And, of course, my show, Rob Carson's What in the World, which is uh, a comedy, a show that was around a year before Gutfeld. 
And Donald Trump says it makes me the funniest person on television. Newsmax plus PLUS.com. So uh, real quick, I want to talk about the economy. The economy, uh, the Biden administration is saying the economy is, uh, is awesome. They're saying the GDP was really high. But I want you to also recall that just a couple weeks ago, the entire year, last year, unemployment numbers were revised down. The entire year, the government had been lying. The same year, the federal government suddenly decided to change the uh, what a uh, recession is. Two quarters of negative growth. And when that happened last year, the Joe Biden administration and the media said, oh, yeah, that's not a, that's not a recession anymore. People understand it. People know it. It's a big, fat lie. This is from uh, Jim Gossett about blowing up numbers to make a failing administration look better. And it ain't working. Puff some magic numbers <clears throat> like a phony GDP. <clears throat> That's what we get from the government. But they won't fool you and me. No, they won't. They're always revised downward. Always. Because Biden cooks the books. <laughs> and his son cooks What crack. you'd oh, expect hello. from Sleepy Joe. He and his son are crooks. The unemployment numbers. Always a lie. As fake as they can be. All hiring is of the government. Trying to disguise that Joe has wrecked the economy. Yeah, massive government spending. Prices are much higher. Folks can make ends meet. That's why Joe is headed for a well-deserved defeat. Bye-bye, Jobo. Bye-bye. I don't think he's going to make it. He's not going to be the candidate. Um, And I tell you what, uh, considering what we know now he's doing at the southern border, we know it's not just about letting brown people over the border so they can, you know, they can uh, leaf blow, uh, you know, Democrat driveways and uh, and trim Nancy Pelosi's bushes. Nope. It's about uh, quid pro quo is what it is. Oh, and then in this, I forgot this. This is pretty interesting. Um, Feds made $236 billion in improper payments last year. (laughs) Our federal government, when they could be giving veterans homes rather than leaving it up to charities, when they have their uh, limbs blown off. $236 billion of improper payments made under the Biden administration fiscal year 2023 alone. More than double the amount of fiscal uh, year 2013. Can you believe that? Since 2003, there have been $2.3 trillion of improper payments made across the federal government. Do you hear the people saying? Listen to this. It looks like record number of people in the United States renting a place to live in used a massive chunk of their income for rent and utilities, bigger than you could ever imagine. NBR cited a recent report from the Joint Center for Housing Studies at Harvard University regarding the desperate situation that is hurting people across the uh, nation. Rents spiked during the COVID-19 pandemic. Record number of renters paid more than 30% of their income for rent and utilities. Nearly half of those were severely cost burdened, paying more than 50% of their income. Since 2019, the biggest jump in unfavorability was for households making thirty dollars to $75,000 a year. Those people are starving almost. The flood of ingrates, uh, illegal and illegal immigrants is inflating the costs just to have people roof over their heads. Alexandria Cortez, who is a walking piece of garbage, said that uh, residents need to, and, and in her, I should say in her district, need to make $50 an hour just to pay the rent. And this is CBS. They, they're trying to soft pedal the fact that you can't afford groceries. They're out of touch. This is one of the reasons why I know <clears throat> all of the crap that happened to me 
losing my home in Maryland, uh, uh, you know, having to sell cars for a living, having to call my wife and say, honey, do we have enough money to fill the car with gas or should I just put 10 bucks in? Having to sell my dad's retirement ring, my mom's uh, crystal, um, uh, we had these uh, silver goblets. Had to sell my class ring. <laughs> my wife said, uh, I'll sell my engagement and wedding ring. And I said, no, you don't need to do that. She said, oh, no, just go right ahead. That's when I realized that uh, things needed to change. <laughs> Two-minute warning, third quarter. Yeah. Here is uh, CBS trying to soft pedal and make it seem like everything's really fine. You guys are just not, not understanding the glory that is Joe Biden. Yeah, so people are really uh, bummed out about the economy here in New Hampshire, even uh, if the overall big picture in New Hampshire numbers are going in the right direction. And even if people's own personal experiences in general are going okay, there's a lot of gloom. And one of the reasons is food prices, for example, generally going up. And we talked to a bunch of people outside of a grocery store in Derry, New Hampshire. We couldn't find anybody feeling good about the economy. And that, that's just human nature. Psychologically, you go into a store. No. It's not psychological, idiot. It happens when you pay your bills and balance your checkbook. If you're paying more for items that you get every week, that really sticks with you. It really annoys you. It gets you down. People were upset about it. And so... This man is out of touch, isn't he? Isn't he just out of touch? Are they making it? Yeah, they're making it. But are they bothered by the fact that frozen OJ has gone up double digits and that steak on Friday is up double digits? Absolutely. And that's really driving people's... Oh, they can't afford steak on Friday, you moron. As you go to Whole Foods and buy your tabbouleh, I swear to God in heaven. This is why the media is failing. And I've got some great stuff from Rob Schmidt. And I've got some great stuff on Fawny Willis I'm going to get to. Paul in Cadensville. Hello there, Paul. Welcome to the show. And thanks for holding, bro. Yeah, uh, Rob, uh, great show as usual. And I'd like to say that uh, I'm glad that you remember your time in Baltimore. I'm glad you weren't um, harmed. But the Ravens are going to beat your Chiefs. You know what? I was going to suggest a bet with uh, Sean and Bruce on WCBM in the morning, but Sean was off today. Uh, and maybe you know, I'd do something like, it wouldn't be humiliating for me to wear a Ravens hat because I like the Ravens. So I'd have to do so. But I said that what they'd have to do is put up Taylor Swift posters in their studio for a month when they do their, uh, their video podcast. Hey, Rob, I've got to tell you what I've been uh, doing. I've been asking people two questions. Uh, who pays for your health care? And when they say, I do, and I go, well, should we be paying the health care for millions of illegal immigrants? And you should see their face. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, the other thing I did uh, today was I, I asked the uh, uh, mayor's office in Naperville, Naperville about uh, the stupid suggestion that one of their uh, council members made about getting his staff to start a list inviting uh, immigrants into their home. And uh, I was told that that program no longer exists. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the list that you started to tick off for, that you ticked off earlier today about yeah. all the different things that this government has done, the the Democrats have done to lie to the American people. That should be on a list so you can carry it around with you and you can use. Uh, well, that was a short list, dude. I've got more. I'm going to add to that list, but yeah. We've been lied to about everything. And what did I say, Paul, from the very beginning? I said all of it was a lie. And that's why I did Don't Catch the Stupid. You know that song I did? Arizona and Corona. I know all of it, guys. I knew it all from the very beginning. 
Yep. And, and now I, I I feel glorious. I feel like like showers of uh, well, this is going to sound weird because it sounds like Hunter Biden showers of golden sunshine pouring all over me as I am abdicated uh, and I am healed as a truth teller and not uh, not a disinformation specialist. Paul, tell me what you think <laughs> about Sarah Huckabee Sanders as uh, VP. I don't think it's going to be happen this cycle. I think she wants to run the state of Arkansas. Okay. All right. Good. That's all. Hey. That's all. I, I don't want her to be the. I'm sure she'd be a great VP, but now, uh-uh, not this time. She's not interested. She's not interested. Go, ra- go Ravens, Rob. All right, bro. You know what? I love both teams. Maybe I'll, you know what I'm going to do. I just made up my mind. You know what I'm going to make on Saturday? Huh. Sunday, I should say. I'm going to make pit beef. I'm going to make what? Baltimore pit beef. I'm going to get a big round roast. I'm going to roast it slow. I'm going to thin slice. I'm going to serve it with horseradish on a pretzel roll, baby. Come on. Last thing. Last thing I'll say about the Chiefs. The tougher the opposition, the sweeter the victory. Well, it's going to be a good game, man. I, I a clash with the Titans, bro. And God bless you and and uh, and Baltimore as well. Appreciate the phone call today. Fonnie Willis is, and I said this the other day. I said, you know, uh, uh, when it comes right down to it, all of this stuff regard to uh, uh, Fonnie Willis and and you know hiring her boyfriend, her paramour, her lover, <laughs> who I think she got from one of those overnight ads of slip and fall attorneys. Uh, her, her boyfriend, uh, Nathan Wade, uh, and a former current law partner have been told to expect a subpoena. Subpoena. Be careful there, Fonny. It's not what you think. Uh, to testify at a hearing next month regarding allegations of inappropriate financial ties amid a, uh, an alleged affair. And now, this is, gonna, this is so beautiful. This is God's sense of humor. It's over. This is over. This is over. The Fulton County judge overseeing Willis' election interference case against Trump called for the February 15th hearing to address claims by Mike Roman that uh, Fawny was selling her fanny to, <laughs> to Nathan Wade. Uh, and, and the day after Wade signed his lucrative contract with Willis, he filed for divorce. Wade then paid for two plane trips for himself and Willis. Willis compensated Wade an hourly rate that was higher than what she paid the other state's uh, best credentialed attorney, a prosecutor, on a case uh, she has brought against former President Donald Trump. It's because he's providing her with goods and services that are not provided by uh, the other ones. His prior experience includes working in private practice as a trial attorney on contract disputes and family law as a municipal judge dealing with traffic tickets. It's so stupid. And I said this the other day. I said, uh, you know, the reason why this is falling is because she's an idiot. She's a moron. And, and Alan Dershowitz last night on Newsmax, he was he was in rare form. I'm going to get to that. But yesterday in Fulton County, I think it was yesterday, maybe the day before, a bunch of residents got together for a city council meeting. And they want to, or a, a county uh, uh, commission meeting, and they want to defund the DA's office. Listen to some of the Americans, the proud Americans in Fulton County. It is clear we have abuse in the DA's office. I do not support what Fannie Willis is doing with my tax money. I'm disgusted at the information that is coming out of the district attorney's office as a taxpayer. I am done with most of your silence at the DA's apparent love affair with the special prosecutor and gross mismanagement of taxpayers' dollars Mm -hmm. to pursue what appears to be a frivolous lawsuit based off of partisan politics. Apparently, guys like me need to court Fulton County female executives if we want a free ride at all paid expense. That's right, a little bow chicka bow. Uh, Dershowitz on the other side of the break. This is the Rob Carson Show. By the way, 
If you look at the uh, the evidence that uh, E. Jean Carroll has of Donald Trump sexually assaulting her in a Bergdorf Goodman uh, dressing room in 1994, oh, maybe could be 95, maybe 6, then I technically, there's as much evidence of me sexually assaulting her, and I lived at the time in, uh, I think I was in Springfield, Missouri. So th- there's as much evidence that I sexually assaulted her. <laughs> And, and apparently her storyline matches one from Law and Order SVU in 2012. In a public place. Yes, there was one a bit plain, and it was not her fantasy, it was mine. Okay. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, play took place in uh, the dressing room of Bergdorf's. Uh, while she was trying on lingerie, I would burst in. Oh, um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah well, I mean, somebody who said that and maybe came up with that story or followed the storyline of SVU uh, must be nuts, right? People think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not I think most sexual. people think of rape as being sexy. Mm. Let's take a short break. Think of the fantasies. Mm. We're going to take a quick break. If you can stick around, we'll talk more on the other side. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> yeah, that is... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> E.G. and Carol talking to um, Anderson Cooper. Uh, the second part is what it made her crazy because she's a woman hitting on uh, the very gay Anderson Cooper. <laughs> fantastic. God has a sense of humor. Uh, I swear. Here's Alan Dershowitz talking about Fawny Willis, and uh, and the truth has come out. She's an idiot. I have to tell you, I've met dumb lawyers who do stupid things over my 60 years of experience. I don't <laughs> yes. think I've ever seen anybody yes. do something as dumb as this. <sighs> Here's the case of a lifetime. Every prosecutor wants to prosecute the former president, maybe the future president. And she goes and picks the one person to be her special prosecutor to get paid $650,000 of state money who she may be having an inappropriate relationship with. Obviously, this has to all come out. The appearance of justice here has been violated. This case just stinks to high heaven. Yeah, yeah, it does. It really does. And and like I said the other day, uh, she's an idiot. Uh, and this is what happens when you appoint idiots. And, and like, for instance, uh, I don't know, uh, Ketanji Brown Jackson, who became a Supreme Court uh, uh, justice, and she didn't know what a woman was. You're saying it because she's a black woman. No, I'm just saying that she's unqualified for the position. And, and when you put idiots in charge, uh, sooner or later, uh, idiots are going to do idiotic things, like hiring their boyfriend and paying them $650,000. And what she did, just <laughs> maybe she is innocent, maybe not. Sure. But, you know, just the impression that she's paying $650,000, and then maybe he's paying for her trips. I don't know who paid for the trips. Let's find out sure. who paid for the trips. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's completely innocent. Yeah. But the appearance... Might want to look at some credit card receipts for CVS. ...of injustice is so great that, again, it's a favor that has been given to Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. In this case... Yeah, it, it is it's magnificent. And listen to this. Uh, Fawny Willis was disqualified from a previous case for political bias. <laughs> this is so funny. Yeah. Uh, she's thinking to, you know, convicted, but apparently uh, it, uh, it looks like um, back in 2020, uh, she has been, she was disqualified for political bias in election cases. A report by the Daily Caller noted that the judge had barred uh, Fulton County uh, DA Fawny Willis in fall of 2022 from pursuing a case against Lieutenant Governor Burton. Jones over his involvement in Trump contesting the 2020 presidential election. Superior Court Judge uh, Robert McBurney criticized Willis for hosting a fundraiser for Charlie Bailey, Democrat opponent. 
to uh, the uh, uh, Mr. Jones. So there's that. And then now it looks like uh, Tanya Chutkan, who is a, uh, I believe she is a Vulcan. Tanya Chutkan, Chutkan, Chutkan. Uh, overseeing the, uh, Donald Trump's uh, January the 6th related trial may have signaled that his case will be delayed from uh, Super Tuesday because uh, they haven't given the defense enough time to get ready for it. But they want a speedy trial so they can take down Donald Trump before the election. And coming up, I've got some audio from a former liberal, still a liberal, but Michael Schellenberger has some, uh, going to make some noise on that uh, January the 6th pipe bomb case. And I got some other stuff from uh, January the 6th with regard to uh, the jury pool in Washington, D.C. And why judges go to D.C. because they get hanging juries. And also, uh, White House Chief Diversity and Inclusion Officer has been canned. That's all coming up the final hour of the Rob Carson Show. Don't go anywhere. Some interesting stuff happening all over the country right now as we watch the uh, the deep state House of Cards collapse. We are, I hope, experiencing a U.S. version of the falling of the Berlin Wall, and we have been on the other side of the deep state, and we're tearing the wall down. So uh, let's hope and pray that happens. Uh, Georgia Senate Ethics Committee passed a bill to remove John Raffensberger from the Board of Elections, grant the board authority to investigate him. Trump walked out of court in the uh, in the E. Jean Carroll case, and the judge has threatened to uh, arrest and throw in jail Alina Haba, his uh, main ator- attorney. So there's some stuff that right there. Uh, let me see. A Georgia Senate uh, voted 30 to 19 to create a committee to investigate uh, Trump hating Fulton County District Attorney Fawnie Willis for misconduct. And of course, we have uh, what's going on in uh, in Texas. A lot of stuff happening. A lot of weirdness happening on with the uh, the CDC, the HHS. We know that they lied to us about COVID protocols, probably kept people from getting the meds they needed, forced uh, vaccines that they didn't need. And joining us on the uh, on the phone line from the wellness company on the Newsmax hotline, uh, Dr. James uh, Thorpe, MD, Chief of Maternal and Prenatal Health with the uh, the wellness company. Doctor, welcome to the show and a good Friday to you. And you as well, Rob Carson. Uh, God bless you, and thank you so much for having me on your platform. Well, I love what you do, and and I got to tell you, I've never seen such an affront to the medical establishment, uh, and 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 the federal government assaulted so many, not only law enforcement, border patrol, but certainly the medical establishment, doctors who used to have, uh, you know, their own autonomy with regard to treating patients, and the federal government said no. You have to. You can't have. You can't focus like hydroxychloroquine. It's been. It's like aspirin. It saved billions of lives over the years. And suddenly, right. our government said, "Oh, no hydroxychloroquine. You can't have it. You got to use, you know, whatever we come up with. You know, the COVID right. version of a- AZT. What was it? The COVID version of AZT that uh, that right. Fauci was pushing. Um, so, what do you have to say about that? By the way, being a medical professional, what you have gone through with the federal government and and censorship and. Uh, and restrictions well it's it's just unbelievable you were talking about the deep state before this is exactly what this is you call it the deep state or you call it the military medical industrial complex this is the same uh entity that uh that uh dwight eisenhower spoke of in his uh, farewell address in 1961 and what jfk spoke about in the famous speech at the american university 
uh, uh, just months before he was assassinated when he called them to be shattered into a thousand pieces and scattered to the wind. It's exactly what's going on. Listen, we have published extensively, uh, Maggie Thorpe, uh, uh, attorney, and, and myself, and we have uh, have just in the last less than a year, you know, back in May, in um, uh, just this last year, we broke the Freedom of Information Act request uh, between the HHS and CDC and the American College of Obstetricians and Gynecologists. Rob, they captured 60,000 OBGYN docs and threatened them with their livelihoods. Professional, punitive, just uh, career-destroying uh, entity threats in, unless they followed cowtail to the HHS and CDC. We have that. We've proven that. We struck gold, 1,400 pages. And, you know, listen, we published last month on the $180 billion that was rolled out to over 4,000 healthcare uh, uh, hospitals and healthcare providers across the country. We broke, uh, we, we discussed, this is massive amounts of money capturing all of the healthcare systems. We focused on uh, Houston Methodist, we focused, which is targeted specifically because they were a faith-based organization in a red state. And so they attacked them and they uh, engaged them and they bought them out with over a third of a billion dollars. And wow. they bragged that they were the first in the country to mandate this lethal vaccine, not only on their patients, but on their employees. And then we focused on the SSM Health, Sisters of St. Mary's Health System. Um, and and we, we, we talked about, uh, uh, they took $307 million. That was my former employee. Quid pro quo arrangement. They had to fire me, um, no cause, because I was speaking on platforms like yours, on Tucker Carlson in the U.S. Senate. Uh, they could not handle the truth. So this is a microcosm of how the entire fabric of our society were captured by this uh, fraudulent, off-the-rails government. And then just this month, we published the exact same capture of all the faith leaders, be it rabbis and synagogues, be it Christians and churches and pastors, be it Islam and Muslim and imams. They capture them all. They, they shut down their places of worship in 2020. They go broke. And then in 2021, they offer them massive amounts of money. And this is Francis Collins. This is Biden. This is White House uh, Zients, uh, the White House uh, person responsible for orchestrating the COVID-19. Also, Vivek Murthy uh, telling these, these faith leaders that it was according to their faith tradition that they had to push the vaccine in their congregants. They Disgusting. Disgusting. And I saw that people like you, uh, Robert Malone, uh, you know, uh, 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 Marty McCary destroyed by this. And I I tell you what, doctor, I I think I think it's the the chickens are coming home to roost. Now, I want to ask you this. You are with the wellness company and and wellness company. You guys have created this company, which was, uh, you know, created because of what the government did to us. Uh, And, and, you know, in case, uh, you know, your CVS down the block closes down, you can get the medicines you need, whether that be ZPAC, whether that be amoxicillin, hydroxychloroquine, uh, iver, ivermectin, and whatnot. <clears throat> very, very valuable. But now the WHO, and I think this is going to fall upon deaf ears, they're talking about disease X. What do you know about disease X? 
Yes, well, Disease X is a threat. It's fear pornography. Disease X is um, designed to instill fear and push more vaccines. Um, and, and listen, it's not surprising that you're seeing infections up globally. Why? It's very simple, Rob. We, they poisoned uh, with 13-plus billion shots uh, 5.3-plus billion people globally. So we have a global immune deficiency, if you want to call it, in their words, herd immune deficiency from the poison shots. So, of course, we've, we've caused a massive susceptibility um, of, of human beings globally. So, of course, there's going to be more infections. But, again, we at the wellness... Uh, go ahead. Go, finish your thought. Uh, we, go ahead. We at the wellness company, we don't, we don't pander to this nonsense. We don't make fraudulent claims about deadly vaccines that you need to reduce hospitalization you know, uh, or, or death or COVID-19 or transmission. We don't make those false illegal claims. We stick to science. We stick to honesty. We use safe, repurposed uh, medications, prescribed medications, and we use nutraceuticals. And I'm very proud to be a part of the wellness company. Listen, By the way, I did, I, did start, uh, I did start vitamin D, and I've been swabbing my, na- my nose with uh, Zycam Zinc. And I'm feeling great, by the way, Doctor. These are things that I was told by one of your founders, by the way, Peter McAuliffe. Um, absolutely important. Absolutely <laughs> hey, important. listen, I, I appreciate you being on today. We're kind of up uh, up on time today, but thank you for joining me. And you've given us a lot of great material. One other question: doesn't it does it feel good to be able to speak the truth without being shouted down and called uh, a, a purveyor of disinformation, Doctor? It, it feels wonderful, uh, I know, and I, I feel know. liberated. Uh, but it wouldn't. I'm still uh, criticized, mocked, and derided, and threatened. So, well, there, there, there's there's a great come up. It's coming, my friend, and I. And I'm glad you're with the Wellness Company. And I wish you Godspeed and a very blessed uh, weekend for you and your family. Okay. God bless you, Rob. Thanks for All having right. me. On. You betcha. You betcha. You betcha. Oh, um, if you want to get the Wellness Company kit that I have, uh, just go to twc.health. Slash Carson, TWC dot slash Carson. Do you see what's happening on the side of the morning? Do you see what's happening all over the country? Are you convinced that maybe you ought to be prepared for something? TWC dot slash Carson to get your emergency medical kit. It'll save you ten percent. All right. Something miraculous happening yesterday when Sean Fain was on talking to uh, 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 Fox Business. Uh, I'm on his name. I'll think of it in a second. But uh, Sean Fain's the president of the UAW, and the UAW is committed to supporting Joe Biden. But uh, Sean Fain realized yesterday during an interview that uh, Joe Biden's screwing over the UAW. These electric car mandates are going to destroy the auto industry. Because all of the transmission builders, all of the engine block builders, all of the this builders, all of the this builders, they're going to go out of business. And all of the drivetrains and everything are going to come from China. And, the, and the, the little amount of companies that are going to be here in the country to assemble Chinese electric vehicles, vehicles essentially, are going to hire fewer people at lower wages. It's going to happen. And if you don't understand that, just quit your damn job and do something else right now. Because it's common. Here is Sean Fain yesterday realizing as the head of the UAW that uh, his, uh, his members do not support Joe Biden. Um, look, you know, we have to have an environment we can all live in where we can breathe clean air and, uh, you know, talking about green energy, green, 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 clean water. 
Um, you know, the UAW has always led the way in environmental concerns, going back to our founding. And, you know, wherever the industry goes, we're going to be a part of it. Um, our workers are going to be a part of it. We're going to fight for those jobs, and we're going to fight for it to be a just transition where it pays good wages, good benefits, so that people can afford to live off that job. Do and, you think it's being pushed you know, too quickly, though? I guess that's what I'm asking, that it comes well, I mean, with the president yeah. doing so. But he has to juggle, I understand, you know, the wishes of environmentalists, and you're an environmentally concerned union chief, I get that, but that too much so, and it, 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 it could hurt your members going forward, especially if these sales just languish. Well, I mean, uh, you know, look, we still make ICE engines and ICE vehicles, and we're in both markets. And, uh, you know, however this goes, uh, we're going to protect our workers. But, you know, um, you know, being concerned about, uh, you know, there's infrastructure that has to be put in place still. I mean, you know, all those things are being worked. I yeah, mean, as far yeah, as the timetable sure, goes, I mean, you, yeah. know, you know, adjustments may have to be yeah. made. I mean, businesses always make adjustments when they yeah. launch new plants. Or, you know what that means? It means firing people. He's realizing that now. Create new businesses. Uh, they have a deadline target. and. A lot of times those get moved. So, you know, it's just going to be a matter of how yeah. things develop and how the market goes. Yeah, he's kind of realizing that, oh, my gosh, wait a minute. What am I saying here? This is Neil Cavuto, as he's talking to. I normally don't like Neil Cavuto because he's, you know, <clears throat> he's not a conservative. Uh, here, here he is admitting, Sean Vade admitting that his union that's given all their money to Joe Biden does not support Joe Biden. And they don't want to support their own doom because supporting Joe Biden does that. You know, there's always a dichotomy. I mean, the union membership in the past was very strong for Ronald Reagan in both elections. Uh, George Bush Sr. benefited uh, from the union vote. Uh, many of your own members now, Sean, are, are very big Trump supporters. I don't know the breakdown. You know that far better than I. But that a good many of them are at Trump rallies and are MAGA enthusiasts. How do you feel about that? Look, every, it's what makes this country, you know, uh, a beacon for other countries. You know, it's, it's democracy in action. Yeah, um, yeah. Look, <clears throat> let me be clear about this. Yes. Mm -hmm. A great majority of our members uh, will not vote for President Biden. Yeah. Uh, yes, some will. Mm -hmm. uh, but that's the reality of this. Uh, the ma majority of our members majority. are going to vote their paychecks. They're going to vote for an economy that works for them, and they're going to vote for a president. When you look at these two presidents, the choice is very clear about which one stands what? up with the working class and stands up for labor <laughs> and which one stands for the billionaire class, and that's his base. Wow. Wow. Yeah, he just admitted it. Here is Steve Forbes talking with Rob Schmidt last night about EVs. Look how crooked all that is. Well, you said a word in the introduction, corrupt. Yeah. It is politically corrupt. We know all the other kinds of corruption they've had. And the amazing thing is, that study you just cited, it's not going to be 117,000, it's going to be hundreds of thousands and millions. Of jobs the fact lost. of the matter is, all of those auto companies are going to go bust unless that EV policy is changed. The only company that can make money on EVs is Tesla. Non-union, hello. Yep. And, and, so, and so Ford, GM, lose tens of thousands of dollars in every EV they make. So, be aware, they're going to yeah. come with tin cups. Yep into Washington. Brand new, survive this. brand new from Jim Gossett and a new uh, team member, Keith Wilson, the Beach Boy parody about EVs. Fun, fun, well, fun. she's got an EV. It's a car that is going to break her. Down, down to shoot and do what, do what. It costs a fortune just to run it and that's what it's going to take I her. need a charger. Ten grand for a battery. I wonder now if it will wake her. Honey, I got some bad news. We got to replace them. she'll be broke, broke. Winner, Baker, takes her EV away. Hey, you won't be able to resell them anyway. She's got a lot of fear when she's driving in.
bucks for your trade-in. Especially when she's driving at night and she's way out of range. Got a now she's got a plug in. Back to a gas-powered car, you know she really ought to change. She's now. Combustion <laughs> into this is just good comedy right here, yeah. Oh, this is so good. One more. Hey, you go. Let's take a break and come back. Wrap up the Rob Carson show on this Friday. Do not go anywhere. So, Rob Schmidt last night was talking about the uh, L.A. Times. The L.A. Times, a uh, liberal rag, leftist rag, cutting 20% of its staff, as are NBC. Uh, let me see. Paramount Global, CBS, uh, the Washington Post, all going out of business or close to it because they've been lying. Need some examples? I don't need the mainstream media to be great. I need them to not be abjectly horrible. The media doesn't get the story right. Protests were mostly peaceful. It is not, generally speaking, unruly. The media exists in its own bubble. Donald Trump's a smart one in there. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all elitists for them. Your math and your reading. Yeah, you're reading. Go through some of the giant hoaxes that they have pushed on us. The worst attack on American democracy since the Civil War. Is Trump-Russia collusion. The president's no collusion, no obstruction mantra. We know it's false. On conspiring with Russia, President Trump was cleared of that. Brett Kavanaugh, he was a serial rapist. An orchestrated political hit. Losing control suggests something incriminating. Well, we had the Covington kids. It does look like that young man to me is taunting the Native American Vietnam. Yeah, just some of the things they've been wrong on everything that I've said, that we were right on everything that they called disinformation and misinformation. And here's Rob Schmidt's legendary takedown last night of the LA Times. It's one for the ages. Mocking anti-vaxxers, COVID deaths is ghoulish, yes, but may be necessary. Thanks, Michael Hiltzik. Our friend Dr. Jay Bhattacharya tweeted out, irony alert, the LA Times story today reporting on the layoffs at the uh, Times is blaming the economic headwinds caused by COVID. <laughs> the LA Times cheerled the lockdowns, panic-mongered COVID, and vilified lockdown opponents. Yeah. And that is quite ironic. Yes, sir. Here's a headline from last year, how white and affluent drivers are polluting the air breathed by <laughs> LA's people of color. Yes. They're surprised they're mostly white affluent subscribers. <laughs> Don't like to read stories like that. I love it. One columnist losing her job got famous for calling Larry Elder a white supremacist <laughs> on CNN. <laughs> Jean Guerrero. And she took to Twitter today, writing, I've saying? been laid off from my job as a columnist for the LA Times with 100 of my best colleagues. It's a dark day. I was the only Latina columnist on the nice. opinion desk. I, e, I don't deserve to get fired because I have a race card. Well, well. Trump is looming and I'm author of Hate Monger. Well, Gene, I guarantee you get a job in 10 seconds in this ridiculous country. The union representing these staffers are crying racism, claiming journalists of oh, color boy. are being disproportionately sure. affected. Sure. Yeah. I'm sure. It is incredible to see these entitled left-wing goons all drunk on cultural Marxism, giving people nothing that they need to know, respond to a very heavy-handed reality check. You were fired because you suck. (laughs) There you go. You're fired because you suck. Oh, my God. That is epic. That is a mic drop. Holy crap. 
you got to watch Rob Schmidt uh, every night on uh, on Newsmax uh, weekdays at uh, at uh, seven o'clock Eastern. It's fantastic. And my show, Rob Carson's What in the World this weekend. We got to take a break. Come back. Wrap it up. This, my friends, is the Rob Carson Show. On Twitter, trending now, stand with Texas and impeached. God bless Texas. I am Texan. You are Texan. Have a glorious weekend. Watch my show, Rob Carson's What in the World on Newsmax. And check out the podcast, newsmax.com slash listen. God bless America, Texas, Israel, and you. And until Monday, don't catch the stupid and go Chiefs. <laughs>